for me, there are five corners of business. There is your ability, you know what I'm saying? Your ability to do something, right. your credibility, mm. you, that's being credible and being true in what you say. There's your accountability. Hey, I fucked up. What that's can I do to make this right? That's you gotta step, you gotta step to the plate key. and say I messed that's up. Key. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Um, your responsibility. Mm. I made a commitment to you. I know there's a dozen parties out here. I would like to go to this event. I can't. You know, and your biggest and best is your availability. Right, we gonna talk biz on this one here. Investment make the fork list. Amazon, the rock nation made investments himself. Go buy the building, don't be worried about it. Door split. Even if the mission get hard, you can't afford it. You see me getting money, well, I'm just expressing myself. It's harder building on your own. You always welcome to help. Build a mastermind who works in the pony and heal. Alright, we back. Another another episode of Change Agents. I'm Trav. Okay. And today we have the problematic. Oh. Amazing, <laughs> beautiful, headache. How, how many other adjectives can I do? I mean, you're you're like knocking them down. Go ahead. The beautiful shades with us. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, let me say it in my detois. What up, though? So hold on. <laughs> so, so we get professional you, or we get what do you homie want? you, or we get. I just want the real. I'm a hybrid. I ain't, I ain't dealing with your shit today, you. No, I'm a hybrid. I, yeah. You you can get professional. You can get you can get it all in one. It's so like let's a start nice with burrito. let's start with professional, so we can get the professional stuff out of it. I think we all need to help to balance with both, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying problematic. Ratchet and, and righteous. You're gonna get it all. Sorry. Exactly. Ratchet and righteous. And you know. Today is your day. I'm just a good. I'm just good all the time, but you mm. know, stay on stay on the side. You're good. Of, what? Stay on the side of the Lord. Oh, okay. That's what we doing today. Pass the trail. Are we lying now? That's how we started this trail. off? Pass the trail. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? We got to pass the Reverend Deacon, Dr. Doug. Hey, man, even Jesus had to walk some other people. <laughs> Tell the people what you do before we can get into it. Oh. And I got some gripes. I got some complaints. Oh, okay. I got some grievances. So you're the Karen tonight. I'm you're Karen. Ken. Yep. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I am, first, I'm an entrepreneur. Um... I am a mother, but what currently holds my attention is I am a printer and I own a shop called IDAP Solutions, which stands for Innovative Design and Printing Solutions. Yes, for the acronyms, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love me a good acronym. Yeah. I know, right? And you're very good at it. Despite my grievances that's coming, you're very good at it. Notable clients, features all over the place. Yeah. What made you do that? What made you get into printing? Um, true. Yeah, money. No, it was, uh, I wanted to pivot out of Chrysler. So I can't say it was desperation. I can say that I don't work well for others. I got their secret sauce, their recipe. I understand how corporate works. Right. Um, I've never thought much of working for other people, but I do understand you need to see the logistics mm -hmm. and how it works. So, yeah, go learn the game. Yeah. I mean, you 
both parents entrepreneurs. So yes. it it was kind of in you already. It was always going to be. I was a shopping cart baby. My parents owned 7-Elevens and my mom went into labor while working at one of her stores. And that's that's how it went down. Do you know the jokes I would have if she was born at 7-Eleven? <laughs> inside the 7-Eleven? Yeah, inside it. <laughs> no, my son was pretty much almost born at one of our mini malls. I went into labor. In one of wow. our mini malls, so, so yeah, keep going. You saw that flex? You saw that flex? It's Saginaw. I mean, so, it would so be me, different. So let me let me ask you this: like, how did y'all meet? Like, how did y'all kind of connect? Originally? Oh, I know. Would you like to go no, ahead? No, go ahead. Oh no, no, I want I want to hear your version. So, the talented, beautiful Crystal okay. Jordan. Yeah. Yes, yes, I agree with all of this. So, so far. Crystal, I don't know if you remember, Crystal used to shoot. Uh, she was the only other person who used to shoot her podcast in the pink room in, when it was in the front. Okay. Uh, she used to yeah. come in. Crystal is a, she NPR. Right. She ha- has her own show. She's an author. Come on, She's keep a going. Mom. Wrote several books. She know, Get my girl. Come I on, keep author. going. No, no. I'm never going to short Segments Crystal. on Fox I'm, News. I'm trying to figure out how she, she is cool PR she. and the manager for Chili and TLC. Come on. Like, that's the flex. And she was with. Uh, Rolling out, she Rolling still out is. Rolling out and on. Mm-hmm. Like, Crystal, big time. We're going to get Crystal on here, too. Very humble. Shout out, Crystal. But, yes. so Crystal, it's so crazy because we knew so many of the same people that everybody started telling me about Shay at the same time. Man, mm. you need to meet my boy. Like, he, uh, he do this and that. Shay hate him. I'm not. How, how long ago was this? Like, what year? Nick. Nick said, Nick said that, too. This might have been two years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Word. Two years? Yeah, about two, yeah, about years, two years. And so, like, how long have you had the business? Um, I started in 2010. I got here in 2008 mm. and got brick and mortar 2013. Okay. You heard what she said she was from? Saginaw, Michigan. Her and Draymond. I mean, we can keep... I it, give mean, you, it give you more context? We can, oh, we can just keep let going. Let me finish. That's oh, all. that's explaining the aggressiveness. <laughs> yeah. I love Draymond. Lamar Woodley is from love- Saginaw. I love Draymond. He played on the, what on on the Steelers. Steelers. Yes, yep. I could just keep going. Mark Macon. When your birthday? September the fourteenth. Okay. Virgo. True. Gotcha. Her and my mom. Charles Virgo. Rogers. Virgo. Come on. You can't compete. Jason Richardson. You can't you can't compete with my city. So just stay over there. Where you from? I'm from Albany. Now, now you look like Georgia. that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just you know. Ray Charles, Deion Sanders, <clears throat> Patty LaBelle. Oh, okay. You you can get Patty. I love me some Patty. I can't get Dion? Dion. I'm taking Dion over Draymond. Showtime? Draymond, I love you. Prime time. Prime time, I'm sorry. Prime time. I mean, I, Draymond Green. But let me finish. He's an acquired taste. As are you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is this thing on? This guy, oh, but, so Crystal <laughs> was like, Crystal's already shooting a podcast here. Yeah. And Crystal's like, Crystal kind of slick too, but Crystal yeah, was like, do. "My girl, I need you to meet my girl. She's trying to find uh, a new warehouse space. Mm-hmm. She want to move out of her old building. I want to come down, let her tour the place. Maybe y'all can partner. She print, she do merch, she do graphic sign, she do everything, all the stuff that we was looking for. For the record, Shay was supposed to print. I'm still available. Hold on, hold on. Shay was oh. supposed to print your yard runner's photo on oh. the outside of your office." Oh, somebody asked me wait, for wait, a quote wait, and did not wait, follow wait, through. Can I finish? Dang, so how does happened? that work? Hello. Tell hold me on. about it. I'm, hold on. I'm Let me here. finish how I met this beautiful nightmare. Okay. So, 
So, That's what we do it So way. Crystal brought her down, and then this is right the first time um, Coach Nick brought the kids by. Yeah, okay. So that's how long they give you right. like around okay. the ballpark range. Yeah. But I've known Nick maybe 10 years. Mm. I just ain't know that, I yeah. didn't know what he did. Yeah, he was So I didn't that. know he yeah. was Brooklyn over City. Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Mayor Cassini Reed told us to call the city and get interns and help get kids into space because we asked him about it. He said, hell, call this guy, Nick Clark, and they end up being Nick. Yeah. So right after Crystal left, her and Crystal came by, they did a tour, yeah. and she was like, I like it, but can I have that whole side over there? This story so, is so long. So the whole private side, <laughs> she wanted for her, for her side. I was like, I don't know, we got we to gotta yeah. sit down and talk. The same day she left, Nick called me and was like, hey, I need you to meet my girl. Because... Mm. Nick had, they had all the merch for the kids. Right. So I asked him who, mm-hmm. who did the merch. He was like, I'm going to let you know. I'm going I'm to put y'all together. So then he called me. He's like, I need you to meet my girl. So all the <sighs> parts of red shirts she did, except for the last ones. We ain't going to get into that. Yeah, somebody oh, okay. been cheating on me. She said Nick been cheating on her. Coach okay. Nick, I ain't got nothing to do that's with that, crazy. bro. That's crazy. All I know is that's how I met her. And mm-hmm. then the next time. So I met her. Mm. We Nick, need to get to this yard oh, sign situation that you dragging ass on. Come on. See? See? Listen. This is why you can't work for nobody. <laughs> she can't follow the chain. I can't. I have no problem with it. So then they come by. What is that? Dave like, Chappelle had that wrap it up B? <laughs> See? Wrap it up B. I tell you, she's just as bad as me. <laughs> oh, So man. then second time I meet her, we go. All three of us went to lunch. Yeah. Punt City Market. And... We walk in and 12 sitting at the table next to us. That's crazy. So then we got into this whole conversation yeah. about life and how much Shay loves street niggas and all these other Come on. Topics. I mean, you got to get, you got to play you gotta get your homage because they have started a lot of record labels, a lot of I business. Okay. But they, I'm from they can't stay in it forever. But it's funny because we, we literally did another segment before this mm-hmm. and we was talking about how if Dre, uh, uh, Zion had met a certain caliber of woman early in his life, he wouldn't be getting played on the right. internet like he no, getting played he, now. He like what he like, and he like... No, it's not even about him liking a porn star or whatever. It's just he, he green. He like multiple He ones. green, though. He's <laughs> nah, super green. This nigga 22 years old. He, he went this through is his what phase. he like. He went through his phase. I, I don't think it's a phase. I think that's who he is. It might be. Did you see the chick twerking on the table with Lil Boosie? I ain't even see that. He had to see that before Did you then. see, did you you see, see her at the studio? Did you see? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, yeah. no. That was she on the table about, and she bust she, the splits. Yeah. Do you see Mariah when Mariah painted herself in Duke Blue? Yeah, and did the... That was here. Oh. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, man, you can't limit creativity. The plot picking. So that's how I come to the greatness. Okay. Yeah. It still doesn't explain the sign, the yard sign, though. I, I would love for you to take the reins. Allow me to retort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Help us out. I sent someone a quote. Mm. How long? How long did it take? I had to come over here and measure several times because mm. obviously their tape measure it doesn't work, work well. <laughs> that part. I got you. So sent them a quote and. How long did it take? Radio silent. It doesn't matter. You got the quote. How long did it take? You got the quote. If we're going to tell, tell the story like I told you. To tell <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it on the wall yet? I just, is it? Nah, oh, okay. it ain't made it there. You know? Mm. Okay. But. I'm just waiting. You know, you just, she got so busy and then. No, 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 no. Hello, don't hello. don't, she don't got speak busy. for me. She got busy. Took a little time Cause on Because I'll make time for Travis. Yeah. And then 
by the time I got the quote, we had changed the plan on what we was going to put that current allotment mm. of money. So this was something for you that you never got, right? Right. Home. Yeah. You tried to turn me against my dog? I'm, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just speaking always, facts. It was a gift a for it's him always a that he had not received. That wasn't the only print you were supposed to do. I, I was waiting for everything else. It's still going to happen. Are we going to do it next It's still going to happen. <laughs> but we ain't going to agree. It's still going to happen. Okay, I'm waiting on you, boy. Now, <laughs> you have notable clients. You've mm -hmm. done, oh, I stood you up one time too, but you've Several done. Several times for this. You've and then done, you were late when you we have here amazing before. events. Mm -hmm. um, you've done, worked with Google, Facebook. Jack Daniels. Get your shit off. I mean. It's... Who's your favorite? Or what's your favorite project so far? Let's, we're still in professional. The favorite is when the check clears. They're all favorite when the check is processed. Until then, it's a bunch of nerves and stress. I hear you. I like them all. But I know you. You very passionate about your creative. I like very them all. Very detailed. I like them all. So let me... Let Bungs me, let me, and check processes. Let me, let me ask you. What's the so budget? You said you, <laughs> the budget? you said you got started like 08, 2010. Is that correct? I came here in 2008. Okay. But I started... What sparked my interest is I had developed this... Um, this project, this mm. product that basically helps women rest in different positions. But then as I developed this medical product, I realized that guys who have rotator cuff injuries and all kinds of stuff could actually use this pillow mm. that's been cut and contoured to help you rest in different positions. Mm. But when I got here in 2008, the bottom fell out of everything. Mm. So that's when like the that's automotive the industry, yeah. 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 The, uh, the real estate industry was going left and I wound up Market walking crash. into this um, convention because me being with cars, I wound up being uh, headhunted by a couple companies that wanted me to talk about their cars for them. Right. So I wound up being in this convention and they had this machine that was going to change the industry. Up until then, everybody had been doing screen printing mm. and it was a DTG machine. And it was my first lesson on your credit and... Um, just learning about first-gen machinery, you mm. know, equipment. And that's how I got introduced into... Uh, before then, though, as a kid, my parents had that you he pressed the, the letters and they had breakdancing, you know, groups that they sponsored and we would do the transfers on the shirt. Yeah. And so that was my introduction through my parents. But okay. then when yeah. I got here, the DTG machine was no mess, no fuss, and the machine cost me... It was a $25,000 machine with 19% interest in the end, wound up being like 40 grand, and I had an 825, maybe 830 credit score. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know my value. I didn't know then, you know, I just knew I had work to get this credit score because everybody's right. talking about, but nobody tells you about the power and how you can use your credit score to pivot and do certain right. things. So right. my mom begged me not to, I did it anyway. Mm. So, but what it did was it was my ticket to talking to people and who were in the industry that was like, who is this dummy that bought this machine? Right. But I wound up t being taken on by people who had been in the industry, the printing industry forever, and they just kept moving me around. Yeah. I was eager to learn. I was coachable. So I always tell people that um, 
You can be better than this guy's out there, better than LeBron, Steph Curry, all of them rolled in one, but they're not coachable. They're at the wreck shooting ball because they won't listen. They don't know how to be a team player. Right. That is what I knew, right. how to be a team player mm-hmm. and how to be coachable, and that's what got me in the game. Right. Um, talk a little bit more about, like, you know, you talk about, like, just having mentors and having people that just kind of help you along when you were starting out. Like, what did, what did that kind of, like, look like for you in the beginning? Um, Tim, what part? Like, I mean, there's several yeah. different parts. I've been in the garage with my uncle and my dad learning about cars. We can start there. So, yeah, yeah. cars are not my passion, mm. but I, I can tell you anything about engine option, horsepower, towing capacity, right. um, a Cummings diesel engine. It's not my passion, but people think it's my passion because I'm so knowledgeable about it. Right. It was my Willy Wonka ticket into the, the factory of being able to talk to people. So, um, my uncle... I don't have this view, and, and sometimes when I hear people talk about black men and, and, and black men ain't this and black men, I, I'm, I'm thrown off because all the black men in my life put me on pedestals from my uncles to my dad to the, to the people that came through my parents' convenience store. I call it a liquor store. My mom me corrects too. me. Yeah, huh? And me too. And you too. <laughs> so when I view black men coming up, they were my protectors. Right. So I had the street men. You want to know why I love street men? Because the guys that came through my shop, my parents' liquor store, were pimps, drug dealers, and street hustlers. So I would be sitting in a, on the rail in the front of the store, and they'd be like, let me tell you something. You're going to be an issue, little mama. Don't yeah. let no man trick you into thinking gifts. So they was giving me game, right, right, you know, right, because I was right. the baby of the store. So those yeah. were my mentors. I don't care how bad other people saw them. Yeah. To me, they wasn't letting anybody bother or touch me because I was their princess that was in the liquor store. My parents was the the Huxtables of the hood. Yeah. So couldn't nobody say, and then I got down. So if I somebody confronted me or I got into it with a girl, I, I would get out there and fight like the rest of them. I wasn't hiding behind anybody. So I got a lot of respect on that. Right. So the no men- camera phones. <laughs> no camera phones back then. So, you just had to earn yeah, your name. My dad didn't push me out the door. Girl talking crazy. My daddy pushed me out the door and closed the door. And my mom was like, don't. And my, my dad was like, Larry, get out there and fight. We out there fighting. Girl running around the hood say I had people jump her and the people that was around was like, no, nah, you got your ass whipped square and fair. Yeah. So, but then I went to private schools with the white kids right. and got to fight with them because they was calling me niggas. So it was all day back and forth. So right. I knew how to deal with, with conflict right. all the time. And mm-hmm. the men in my life were not <laughs> predators or people that was mistreating me. They treated me good. So that's why. And a lot of people I don't look at that like, like mentorship. But I always tell people, I learn more from drug dealers and rappers than I learn from anybody. Because even when you coming up in the neighborhood, we play sports. Right. If, you the, if you the nice one in the neighborhood, number one, you're going to know all the OGs before, they, before you know really the rest of the kids. Because they're going to identify you. And they, you, they ticket out of the hood, hopefully. Or so. you either they ticket or you they son ticket. Or you're going to be something big enough to bring some more light to this area, which means you're going to bring more money to this area. Right. That's aligning and attaching themselves to something greater than them. They get it. The hood is it for them. But in you, they see something bigger. And then some of them lessons, they might come off. And that's why I don't, you know, I talk crazy sometimes. Sometimes. All but, the time? 90% of the time. You good? So, no, I'm good. No, uh, one thing I was just going to ask, um, like, you know, most people, oh, hey, you know, it's, what, what's that like? 15 years. years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, at that point in time, 
most people spending $40,000 on, on a car, you know, a Mercedes or some shit like that. Like, you bought, like, a print machine. So, like, talk about that, like, just that discernment to know that, like, this is something that you can really invest into and build. Yeah, like, when your mom told you not to do it, why were you so strong in your conviction to do it? Because my initial plan was to use this um, pillow. I wasn't going back to Saginaw. That was it. My mom had my son. I, I have to pay respect to my parents because even though I had a child, my parents wasn't like, you need to come back here and raise him. My mama said, look, don't come back here with your tail tucked between your legs. You get out there and you make it work. Keep yourself respect. My dad, on the other hand, and my uncle wanted to keep me near and protect me. So their thing was, it's a bunch of pretty girls in Atlanta. The one thing I can say about my mom, she was like, but they ain't got Shay. She's always been my supporter and mm. biggest cheerleader, right. right? So it's never been a competition on that. Mm. So even when she has, let's say when I was in college and I wanted to retile my floor, I'd rather try it on my own, fuck the floor up, and then maybe we can call somebody in to fix it. I want to see first. So even though she told me, I, I had sat back and said, this is what I'm going to do. I respect that I'm about to get myself into this. It's mm. a commitment. I know I'm going to pay for it to the end. And I paid every note. It was $780. I remember how it was. I had to put so much down, $5,000 down, $780 a month for five years. And I paid every last one. When machine broke down on me a year into having it. And I took it apart like a Chevy in the yard. And I kept <laughs> taking it apart because shipping it back and forth to Philly was costly, $1,200. Every time I sent it to them and every time they sent it back. So I'm like, this is bullshit. I got to figure it. So I YouTubed it. I broke the machine down. And that's what gained the respect of the people that allowed me to be in their shop. See, mm. the guy who was one of my mentors who started me in the game, so Miss Gwen mm. is one of the ladies that I met at a... Um, jazz festival and I was talking to her wife. Chrysler gave me the gift of gab. Mm -hmm. So I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. I don't right. care what your color, sexual orientation, whatever. Right. Um, so Chrysler gave me the gift of gab and I was able to talk to this lady. She said, well, my wife has a printing shop. Okay. So she comes and she starts talking to me and I say, you know, I'm at the Port of Sanford and I had the concession machine, the mm -hmm. concession um, stands. Mm -hmm. I said, well, I got a commitment over here, but soon as I finish over here, I'm on my way to you. Mm. I went over there with Miss Gwen. She gave me the basic fundamentals. She said, I really can't do much with you, but I want to introduce you to Tim. I went over there. I, Tim said, hey, you can come in my shop for free. I want to see this new machine you got. Mm. Put my machine on a truck. The next day I was moving my stuff to his shop. Yeah. For me, there are five corners of business. There is your Ability, you know what I'm saying? Your ability to do something, right. your credibility, mm -hmm. you, that's being credible and being true in what you say. There's your accountability. Hey, I fucked up. What that's can I do to make this right? You gotta, step, you gotta step to the plate key. and say, I messed that's up. Key. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Um, your responsibility. Mm -hmm. I made a commitment to you. I know there's a dozen parties out here. I would like to go to this event. I can't, you know? And your biggest and best is your availability is to be able to be when somebody calls you in these opportunities like YouTube and Google and stuff I, I'm available mm -hmm. what, what do I need to do right. uh, well we need it today okay well you know 
these are the things that my my parents have taught me and I'm like I'm not scared. Mm. So as far as the machine was concerned and, and my mom saying, bringing it back to what you asked me, my mom said, don't do it. I was willing to accept the responsibility of I'm going to have to pay every note or else you're going to have messed up credit. Yeah. Um, just to pick about that, it, it, it feels like you just really made like a real commitment to mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? And just having that faith in yourself. So I just wanted to just talk about that. It's just like, that's powerful. I think um, for a lot of women, they just need to see that. You know what I'm saying? Just having women who just are like committed to whatever they start and not straight away from it. You don't think men are not committed as well? No, I agree. I agree. But like just walk just, in that corner, my boy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just corner. asking. Nah, nah. I mean, why specifically women? No, nah, since I am talking to a woman, that's the reason why oh, I said okay. that. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So, but I also, I also look at it too like male or female, most people don't want to be uncomfortable. It seems like what everything you said so far is I've always been comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And because you're comfortable being uncomfortable, you can go do anything. I already felt like you could do anything, but it just gives more context to why you feel that way. So it started off, I had a very comfortable life before mm -hmm. I had my son, right? Mm -hmm. So my parents were considered wealthy. I didn't have to get up before I went to... Fisk, the tuition was crazy. Fisk University, My, <laughs> high as hell. High, I didn't have any <laughs> student debt or loans. My okay. parents, I pulled up in a brand new vicle I got a Lexus Coupe when I was my junior year in school. So mm. my parents did very well. Saying that to say, when I had my son and 9-11 hit, everything changed in the blink of an eye. So I went from, I can get up when I want to. Money is there. My parents had given me a house. Mm -hmm. All the stuff that normally people struggle about, student debt, housing stuff, all that stuff was just granted to me. And then I woke up one day and I wind up having my son. I owed the hospital $25,000. Mm. And I was just... And they told you to figure it out. No, my, my uncle... My parents had some other stuff going on, and my relationship with my son's father was tanking. He was a street dude. So we would count trash bags of money. Hopefully, Rico won't matter at this point. I think we, I think we you know, statues okay. up. Just want to be sure. We would, try, we would count trash bags of money, and money was never an issue. And then there was some trouble with his mm -hmm. situation, and it just the relationship started spiraling, and I'm blowing snot bubbles, I'm crying, and my uncle checked the shit out of me. I had range, I had land cruises and all. He said, look at your car, you're riding around here on ball tires. You want somebody? I'm like, my relationship, and I don't know if I can make it. And, and, and I'm expecting him to have some sympathy, however, because right. it's the man that always, you know, put me on the pedestal. He's look at you, the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. Your hair not done, all your cars is raggedy, your car, your truck got ball tired. Get your fucking life together. Mm. And I'm expecting him to, you know, pull me in and, you, and you hug. You wanted to hug. Oh, yeah. No. Boss up, bitch. This is what life is. You got a baby, get to it. I was like, all right. Right. And at that moment, I knew, like, I had to get to it. Mm. So I had this cushy, like I said, 9-11 hit. Mm -hmm. My parents had bought two buildings at a million dollars a piece. At the time, that's a big deal. 
in 2000. And everybody year. who was going to get a space in that spot backed out on them. Mm. My daddy was in the midst of trying to sell his convenience stores and the people who bought it from him was playing games. So that money was gone. All of it just happened at one, one yep. time. Mm. And I had to get my act together. Time out. You said something. This, this got nothing to do with the episode. Okay. My daughter's 16. Mm -hmm. My daughter wants an Audi. And I think it's the craziest thing in the world. Everybody telling me I should buy it. You shouldn't or you should? I should. Mm. I think the complete opposite. You got a Lexus at 16, 17. Uh, 17, yeah. 17, 18. So she'll be 17 in October. So I just think that's crazy, man. You know? I don't, I, I can't. It's all based on whatever kind of morals and values. My daddy did it because he didn't want me to get down to school and get caught up with some drug dealers. And, and at the time, being people mule was a big thing. Mm -hmm. So my dad would send me thousands of dollars in food stamps and half a dollars and stuff like that he would get from the store. Just so I never had any... So they couldn't influence you with all the other no. stuff? No. Nigga, <laughs> you going to do what for me? Do you know who my dad is? <laughs> I'm pulling up in the same thing as the drug dealers pulling up in. So that makes sense. I, I mean, but he had he had a method to his madness. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just because you wanted Alexis. He was he was making a statement that needed to be made. I mean, my first car was an S10 pickup truck, kitted out, dropped to the ground, top cut out. I mean, that's that's what I was into. Fish over there, like, man. That's what color? Black. Word. I wanted a Typhoon. Remember when Typhoons and Cyclones yeah. was hot because they yeah. had the big engine? Yeah. That's what I wanted. Man. So I settled for a knockoff. Fish is our, our car guy, so he over there like amazed. <laughs> but when did you feel like your company became, okay, now I can, I can say I made it. It's a success. It's profitable. I don't. I, this is my issue. I still hustle like I just opened up the 1,000 square foot spot. Mm. I have never been comfortable. I never sleep. I, I have mm -hmm. never gotten to a point where I can shimmy my shoulders and be like, now, I, I will put my dick on the table when people start talking <laughs> slick to me and be like, oh, you print. Pull it out there. You print, you, you print <laughs> t-shirts. Sit it on the table. <laughs> you print t-shirts. And then I have to bust their head and be like, no, nah, I'm in 6,000 square feet with a couple million dollars worth of equipment. Get it right, bitch. Facts. I'm glad you're saying that, though, from a woman perspective, because I think a lot of times, People always, you know, we don't have these conversations. Mm -hmm. People always say, oh, you made time for what you want to make time no, that's for. Bullshit. Don't nobody work that much. No, that's bullshit. It ain't no such thing as working too much. No. For us. And I just think we're crazy. I, I, the issue that I've had with dating is people think they can come in there and how hard is it to put something on a t-shirt? So I have to always give them this analogy. Well, all y'all doing is doing podcasts. All y'all doing is doing photo shoots. Yeah, like, how you gonna tell me how I do what <laughs> I do? When people give you their money, <laughs> yeah. they're expecting pure perfection, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what they expect. Yeah. So my thing is, I say, how do you feel if you went to your local mechanic and you needed your brakes changed? And he goes, ha, me and the old lady is gonna spend some time together. She's gonna help me change your brakes. You'd be like, what the fuck? Put my car back together. No, you're not. <laughs> right. So it's the same thing. I understand and I appreciate you wanting to be a part of it and help me. But mm. the truth is, 
the professionalism won't allow you to be in here and just help me with the t-shirts. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, I expect consistency. Mm -hmm. I don't want you dropping in every once in a while to help me. Yeah. If you're gonna help me, motherfucker, come in here Monday through Friday. Exactly. Yeah. And have a time. Yeah, don't consistent. come in here random. <laughs> be consistent. Yeah. Or never come yeah. and shut up. Right. Because you're gonna you, be underfoot you and you're pick, gonna be you in gotta my pick way. a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and in that is something that you have to accept. You know, I, I hear the statement that what they say Big Me said. You know, a, a man with time ain't got no money. A man, man with money, money ain't, ain't got, got no time. time. Right. I mean, you got to pick one. You can't be both. So then you find is. somebody that is equally yoked to you, that mm. complements what you do, that y'all can do things in the same space. And unfortunately, you know, you, you can't, you and you cannot find somebody. I mean, you can if somebody is willing to put up with you being MIA for time and them, you know, you have plans to go somewhere and you got to cancel the plans because something then went over or something and broke Story in here. Story of my life. You know, that, that's just what it is. The game is the game, it's and I can't apologize up. for it. Yeah. But I also look at it like whoever, whoever finds passion finds direction. Mm -hmm. So it don't even matter if, like, say I can get this job done at, in four hours. Say we can shoot this podcast in four hours okay. if the guests show up on time. Mm. Um, I mean, but, dealing in Atlanta traffic, you never know what you're going to get. I can't throw a shot. She gonna, but my point is, <laughs> if sometimes it can be done in, in this time block, but in this time block, maybe Caleb said something that inspired another idea. I can't, I can't miss that idea or miss that window of inspiration just so I can see you at 8 o'clock. So what do you do? Do you not date? I, don't, I really don't get attached, to be honest with you. Mm. Because... I know my expectation and your expectation not normally won't add up. Are you going to be lonely? Are you lonely? I'm not lonely. Are but, you lonely? Mm. Are you married? No, I'm not married. Do you have a girlfriend? No. Why did you pause? No. <laughs> 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 you had to think about it. You like, shit, she watching that podcast. Nah, nah, nah. And I say no. <laughs> it, it ain't that. It's just, um, like, just, just to answer your question. Just Why'd like, you we, shift your whole body position? She, she, she. Because she count I'm on you now. Comfortable. She okay. can't like you. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too. Okay. Uh, but you know, just just doing what we do, it's it's, it's hard dating. It's hard getting somebody to like align with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then if for me is, I'm gonna give you the worst. Like <laughs> I'm gonna give you the worst up front. Mm -hmm. So if I got if I if I met somebody and I wanted to start dating all over, and I'm like, okay. I know what the next 10 months look like for me, or I know what the next 10 months of goals look like for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not finna give you this first two, three weeks of com complete availability. I'm move all my schedule around. Cause yeah. now I'm lying to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Now you're gonna expect that. Yeah, you setting the, you ex setting so the I'm expectations. So I'm setting on the whole other spectrum. You just call them and never, you just ghost them. I, I, I do believe in you? ghosting. How does I, that work? It, ghosting is so a you ghost of, somebody that you like. Sometimes, sometimes you you realize people you like you can't work with. Mm. You don't think so? No, we you, you saying work with or date? No, I'm saying you. Sometimes you like a person, but you realize y'all won't work. Mm. So you kill it before it even get out the gate. No, nah, I'm gonna let you kill it. Huh? To be honest, I'm just not gonna over concede in the beginning. I think a lot of people do that. Men and women, they overcompensate in the beginning because they really like you and they really want you to like them. 
and everybody's selling dreams. So what you think? Get it right. You, what do I think? Ask me the question. That's I mean, because we just talked about a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. He made a statement. What's the question? Dating wise for you. What works for you? Um, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I, I, I'm what do you think it looks like then? What do, I, what do I think it looks like? Sometimes I think it looks like somebody being able to be in the same space and okay. do what I do. And then that person has come and then they try to take over. Me, Tarzan, you, Jane, how you know how to, you know, like, I'm like, what the? So, so that don't work. That doesn't work. And I just, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. And when so you I really see need it, an assistant. Are you huh? lonely? So you need an assistant. I, I need an assistant. Like a personal assistant. Like and why somebody, would I need that? I mean, you, you said a, a partner hasn't worked. So like maybe an assistant may, may work then. Are we like talking somebody, about business partner or a relationship partner? Relationship partner. Okay, you gotta yeah. be specific. I feel like you you're <laughs> dancing around it. You you saying like a, a fuck dance. buddy? It ain't a dance. No, it's not that. I need an assistant. Well, what yeah. is an assistant? It's, it's the same conversation y'all was so just So I'll give you a perfect example. <laughs> I don't think I could date somebody else in production. Why not? They would get what you're doing. But they they will do the same thing, they'll impose. Like That's the person not understanding boundaries. Most people don't. Well, then that's not the person for you. I think a person that would be in your line of business who also understands boundaries and does well with communication. Hey, am I am I stepping in too far? Do you want my opinion? Sound like a ghost. Oh, damn. <laughs> Do you think you could date somebody that's not an entrepreneur? I, I don't. Past him been an entrepreneur. You got to be specific. They've been an entrepreneur before and they said Been corporate their whole career. Ooh. But very mm -mm. corporately successful. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Why not? Um, they gonna put you in there with uh what's shorty name? The, <laughs> what's what's shorty name? Who? The chick that the loud mouth. The one that was I just talked about. We need to cut uh, that. No, no, had a, I ain't cutting shit. Leave oh. it there. It's all good. Mm. Leave it there. What's her name? Be Simone. Yeah. Yeah. Me and her are not the same. I'm just saying they're gonna lump you in there because she said they she can't, can't but she, she can't date a man that's not a But see that's what she led with. So I, her nine to five and what she was saying is somebody worked at McDonald's, right? Was that her, her explanation or her I did? Think, I think she went around a couple of examples. Okay. So mine isn't so much about their finances and their financial. It's the understanding. You get certain holidays off. You get bonuses. This is a grind 24-7. Shit, it might be up today and down tomorrow. I might have made a wrong decision. I might have somebody to do 5,000 shirts and spell them wrong. That's didn't happen. I've been on a red carpet at an event and got a phone call and said, uh-huh, I know we approved it, but the mayor need these shirts tomorrow. They wrong. We didn't spell heroes wrong. And then I have to immediately walk off the red carpet and say, hey. You don't think somebody in corporate could understand that? An executive? No. What about an executive? I don't think, no, because they, there's a certain limit to their responsibilities. It's still somebody else's stuff. It's a certain type of feel you have when it's your shit. That's and true. my shit said I needed to walk off from that event as much as I was a part of it. I got to go because I have to reorder these shirts, have them set up by tomorrow, and then we have to change the artwork, and I have to have this ready by 5 o'clock. Would you Period. ever go back corporate? Hell no. Mm -mm. For no money. Too many chiefs. Mm -mm. 
No, too many chiefs. It's, it's, it's shit rolls downhill. Everybody important. And the, my biggest fear was working for somebody that absolutely hated me and wanted to torture me for whatever my career is with them. I, I don't, it's too much shit goes on in corporate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, corporate is bullshit. They play a hell of five. Now, I'll them. work, I'll do consulting with companies on like a time basis. Yeah, you're still working but for still yourself. But I'm still working for me. It's different when somebody plays a game with you and go, I don't like you today. So I'm, and you're like, what so, the fuck? We need so to So I'm going to make your life hell for yeah, the next. Yeah, just stupid shit. Yeah. I've seen it go down in Chrysler and I don't like that color. I, I like this color. It's the same fucking color. What are you talking about? And, and that's because they feel like, you know, giving you a hard time. It's my last question based off of that. Mm-hmm. So how do you motivate employees? Ooh. Because if you, and we all do this to a certain extent, we push entrepreneurship so much, right? Mm-hmm. But undoubtedly, all of us have companies that we need people who are going to be better employees and not try to be chiefs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you encourage them if your, your mindset doesn't really align with what you need them to be? So what I learned is finding people's strengths and weaknesses, right? And encouraging them in that point. Like, I had a girl in there, she was all about the money. Mm-hmm. She just loved the kill of the sale. I had another person that loved being creative in the end of the, the finished product, right? Mm-hmm. So, if she liked the kill of the sale, then her thing was in sales and talking to people to encourage them to spend and buy more. Mm-hmm. Morally defunct, probably the worst person I didn't ever came across, right? But it wasn't until I figured out, like, this isn't going to work, that I had to cut her loose. But until then, I figured out what she loved was talking to customers. And that's how I encouraged her through, um, let's say, bonuses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So if you upsell somebody $10,000, I'm going to throw you a grand in there for the bonus or whatever whatever the percentage wise is, right? Then I had a guy who loved titles. I mean, he could be, you know, cleaning the toilets, but as long as you Director call him, of environmental services. Yeah, sanitation engineer or something like that. He took his titles very, you know, he took them very personal and they were important to him. So you have to be in tune with who's working for you and what's their key point and their strong point and what, what's important to them and see how that aligns with what you have going on. Um, sometimes it just doesn't work. It just, you know, the person might feel like, and I've had this a couple times, people get in and want to take over. And, mm. and that's what they or just feel don't like. Wanna work. They, they've been, they're not even entrepreneurs at heart. No. But they've heard everybody say, I don't want to work for nobody. I don't want to work for nobody. I don't want to work for nobody. It's not even that. It's how the fuck you get here and I'm here and I feel like I'm just as smart as you. I don't want the responsibility of paying bills. I don't want the responsibility of paying people. I don't want to figure out the price and, and the price charts and how things put together. But I feel like I'm a man and you a woman and I should be running this shit even if I run it down into the ground. <laughs> Fuck it, burn it down. It is so insulting <laughs> when people be like, man, you look like you be having fun. I want your job. Right, like, yeah. You a director. Like, <laughs> nigga. 
I mean, I you mean, ain't seen them 37 calls I had between 9 and 2 a.m. last night. I mean, everybody think being an actress is being fun. You don't, they don't think about sitting up there trying to remember lines and somebody telling it. You know, you see a 30 second commercial and that shit took two days to film. Yeah, right. It looked like fun on that 30 seconds, but okay, do it again. Run down the steps again. Run up the steps again. Oh, it's 100 degrees outside. You're a model. Put on a fur coat and we want you to look like you're in the middle of winter. I did all of that. You know, people Trust cutting me, your hair know. and doing all kind of stuff. <laughs> I always tell people, too, 90% of the shoots we have, we don't have fun on the shoot. We have fun with the whole project and what it's done. But on shoot day, it's shit I can't say to him. I'd be like, hey, bro, look at this. He'd be like, hey, bro, I got, I got something to do. <laughs> or I, it's just when I just think people just underestimate what it takes to get where to get to a place of where you have employees, where you have mentees where you have interns and all of that so and constantly trying to make it work but i think our culture does a big deal of looking over in somebody else's pasture and and they wanting they what they got grow what they grow like, so great example yeah. i keep hearing all this shit about a soft life and i want what white women have and white women have men that take care of them and they get the, and i sat down and talked with this white guy and i said i want to know is the rumors true <laughs> Do I really giving them soft lives? Are y'all having soft lives? And he said, no. He said, my wife was dirt dog poor. And he went through the whole thing. And I said, I don't know why my culture seems to think that white women have it so well. And they just sit around eating bonbons. And Commercialism. Who was a part of women's suffrage? You know, who joined the civil rights movement mm. because they were their rights were being compromised as well. Yeah. It wouldn't be no cares if they was all living soft lives. Why are they so mad? Yeah. But I mean, that we do a uh, 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 we always want to look over there and like this culture, they think so great of their women, but we don't talk about when in in Middle Eastern cultures if women get raped, mm. they kill their ass. You're not right. gonna shame the family. Why are we wanting the stuff that we really don't sit down and do our research Ignorance. on? Ignorance. Like, I used to live in North Carolina. North Carolina had a 60% white male to white woman, husband kills wife ratio. 60%. But we want that. I want some of that. Looks great over there. So our producers have come up with our last overall oh, question. Yeah. Okay. Right now, you, you killing your shit. I'm not, I'm not gassing. You know I don't gas you. I actually go <laughs> out of my way. I go out of my way to talk shit to you. But I enjoy it, though. I know. We love it. Back, we go back and forth all the time. <laughs> but what's something about your industry or even your career right now that you say, I need to change this or I want to change this? There's no way to automate what I do. You know, it's... it's very detail-oriented industry. You miss one detail and the whole project is fucked. Mm. So that's nothing a computer or anything can do. It's something that I constantly have to have my hands and eye on. I've tried to let other people like, you know, mm. you, you need to delegate, you need to do this, and then you come back and the whole fucking building is on fire. Mm. And you'd be like, why? Right. Or, you know, so 
my industry is very, you know, like I said, detail oriented. YouTube, and we want we want the dot to be over there, and we want it to be blue, and we want to move it two inches. Can we move it two inches to the left? No, <laughs> you know. So that is probably um, my biggest issue that I hate, and and I don't know how to fix it. I'm trying to figure it out. How do you automate what you do? I sat on a plane with a guy that did, uh, he worked for Vistaprint, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and somewhere in some printer's life, we feel like we can compete with that guy. Right. And so the guy, I, I, the guy was scared as shit to ride the plane, so I talked to him the whole way. And, he, and I said, I just need to understand how it works. And he said, there's an algorithm. And at that moment, I was like, Oh, I'm out of my fucking league. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about this shit. you got a computer that takes thousands of people orders and figures out how to game sheet all these business cards. He said, yeah, they got, you know, we come in and repair the machines. And sometimes if the machines are broken, mm. they just say, fuck it. We just buy another million dollar machine rather than spending, you know, a couple thousand the time that we'll be down to fix it. They'll just buy another machine. Can't and that's when that. I knew that I couldn't like I'm going to have to stay in my lane and just be happy that um, as, you know, a, a, a woman, a black woman, that I have these things put in place that allow me a fair stab at business. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, that's, that's the hardest part is that you, you can't automate it. You always have to have your eyes and hands on it. That's why I know all how to operate every piece of equipment in there. The laser cutter, the CNC router, the screen printing machine. I know how to do, I know how to tear those machines apart mm -hmm. and then rewire them. I know all of that stuff. I have to, or I'm left at somebody else's mercy. No day though. Tell the people where they can find you. Oh, man. You can find me in the... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. Come on, man. Um, Gotta love her. You can find me on IG or my social media as 2Shay, 2Touch. That's the number 2, S-H-E-A, 2Touch. Or IDAP Solutions, which is spelled I-D-A-P-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, Solutions. Yeah. She don't, she don't post on her main page, so just follow me. I do post it's, on my main page. You gotten better, but for a while you got real. real you be quiet. on a reality show, you get sick of that shit. You don't, you know, it's weird. That makes sense. <laughs> I think people are weird sitting around taking pictures of themselves. To change anything, you gotta be two things. You gotta be aware and you gotta be inspired. Be a change agent. I'm Trav. It's Caleb. Yes, I'm we Shay. Out. We out. <laughs> she might be. She we might out. be a clone. <laughs> we out.